So today we have the pleasure of Kelsey Toner from Be A Better Guide. Now Kelsey is a master when it comes to training your guys to offer a better customer service. And offering a better customer service will generate you more revenue in the long run because it will give you better reviews and more word of mouth referrals. I hope you enjoy the interview. Hi everyone, we uh, have the pleasure of uh, Kelsey Toner from Be A Better Guide. Um, uh, and hi, how are, you, how are you doing Kelsey? I believe you're in Hawaii at the moment. <laughs> yes, uh, it's a little before sunrise, so it's just myself and the roosters who are up. You may hear a bit of them in the background. Things are well. Excellent, excellent. Good to hear, good to hear. No, I met Kelsey at the Greyline Conference uh, and I have to say it was one of the best talks uh, I've seen at any of those conferences uh, in any conference I've seen in a while to be honest so I thought it would be good to have a bit of insight from yourself to uh, all of our viewers just to sort of get your own sort of take on how guides could be performing better and how that can have a, a massive impact on a business's bottom line at the end of the day because it's going to bring in them more revenue etc in the long run it was just to get your take on that and I think the viewers would find it very 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 useful so so you know, tell us a bit about yourself and how, how did uh, Be A Better Guide start up? Yeah, well, my background after graduating here in Canada, I grew up in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but we, uh, I quickly was looking for a job that allowed me to travel, see new places, meet new people, you know, that, that typical experience. So that led to about 12 years uh, guiding in all kinds of different aspects, working for different companies from dog sledding guides up in Canada, uh, stereotypical as we, we can be. I was coordinating volunteers in an Inuit community. I worked as a high ropes instructor and kayak instructor in Australia, wilderness tripping through the United States and, and Canada, and just, just absolutely loved it. And from there, I was able to pick up with a, just an amazing company called Backroads Tours. And they're one of the largest active travel companies in the world. They're based out of um, Berkeley, California. And uh, it was just an amazing, amazing position. So they lead one week um, hiking, cycling, multi-sport activities. And so through Backroads, once we kind of got um, in the door there, there six years with, with that company and was able to work in 25 countries around the world on, uh, yeah, countless different um itineraries and one of the beautiful things about that job was really getting to see amazing guides in action so in a week-long itinerary backroads goes into a place and obviously you want to find the great hikes and you find beautiful places to cycle but they they really look for the cultural uh, experiences and uh, ways to immerse their guests in, in the travel so what oftentimes we're looking for people to help facilitate that and the best guides you could possibly find. So I think given itinerary, you know, I'd be working with five or six other amazing guides, yeah. not to mention other fabulous co-leaders. And um, from there, we got into trip design uh, and tour leader training with the company where we were onboarding new guides. And uh, that's where I met my, my wife. Uh, she's a wonderful guide also from uh, from Canada. Nice. And so we, we did four or five years together. Yeah, one of the perks, uh, certainly. And, and we, we wanted to start a family. And we realized that well, this would be a little challenging from the back of the bicycle. So we, we kind of uh, quickly recognized that there was a, an opportunity to, to help tour and activity businesses really drive quality with, with their experiences, mm -hmm. to really uh, inspire guides to raise the bar on, on what's possible and, and work with businesses. So the, the the original notion was, well, let's do the Be a Better Guide project. 
and we wanted sort of a movement to to draw guides, tour leaders, tour directors, tour and activity businesses from around the world to come together um, uh, in a website, but essentially to rally around this cause of raising the bar and what it means to create a truly memorable experience for, for guests. And so at BeABetterGuide.com, that's where we, we host a lot of you know, free, free training videos. We want to distribute a lot of this for free. We create resources. We have workshops. Uh, and then out of that, this sort of the business model to help uh, uh, essentially grow and continue to fund it was the Be A Better Guide Academy. So our mission there was to create the world's best online true leader training. We have programs for, for individuals, our flagship pro- program being Lead Amazing Tours. And then we also work with tour and activity businesses for team training and helping them build custom training and and so this was a way that we felt we could we could reach uh lots of people give away lots of stuff for free but then you know save some of the the best stuff for the academy members and yeah that we went, we're now about two and a half years in and it's been uh just wonderful response from yeah. the from yeah all corners of the globe it's been really magical yeah it must be amazing it must get, uh, allow you to to travel quite a bit then and helping other helping other people yeah, that because we were uh, honestly just loved travel so yeah. much, loved that that lifestyle, being able to essentially have a have a suitcase and um, find home no matter where you are. Uh, we we loved the notion of it, the mm-hmm. online business, so we could be location independent. We could be, for example, here in Hawaii, spend a month and a half instead of just flying in. You just have that one week, um, but we could we could work with businesses all over. So so it's it's led to some really amazing opportunities. We were, I was just down on the Panama, Colombia border, and there was um, a tour and activity business that runs these through the, the San Blas Islands. It's this beautiful remote archipelago just along the border, um, and they have this three or four day boat trip. And they and it's just what we tend to find are these companies that are really committed to to creating wonderful experiences. And they you know they they find us. They they love what we're doing, and then. Uh, there's all kinds of companies out there that maybe wouldn't be as interested in what we're doing or just maybe cruising a little bit. Um, and what's nice is it self-selects a little bit. We, what we have in our Be A Better Guide community, which is now uh, just almost 9,000 tour and activity businesses and, and guides from around the world, yeah. is, is sort of the, the creme of the creme, the people that, that are really passionate about what they're, what they're doing. Excellent. No, oh, that's amazing. You make me envious now. <laughs> Try doing all that traveling. <laughs> uh, I suppose so. That, was, that leads on uh, sort of nicely into my next question. So, what would you? What should businesses be looking out for um, uh, as the sort of key ingredients what makes a really good guide? Whether I know whether they're a good guide from the get go or someone who potentially could be a good guide. So, what's what's the one? Is there any key ingredient that a business should be looking for in someone uh, who could have that potential? Or yeah, a big belief that's kind of at the core of, of the Be A Better Guide uh, project and the Be A Better Guide Academy is it's really recognizing that these are, um, how do you say this, a great guiding, great tour leading uh, as a set of skills. And for the most part, those skills can be learned. You know, this is what we, what we wanted to do when we looked at these unbelievable tour and activity leaders that were just, you know, adored by their guests. They were the countless adjectives that you can describe those wonderful tour leaders that you may have had, you know, funny, insightful, great storytellers. They're really warm and able to connect not only with you, but connect you to, to the place where you were. Um, 
you can really sometimes uh, be like, oh gosh, you know, how am I going to find people like this? But our belief is really that well, actually what they're doing here is a discrete set of skills. And as much as possible, especially in the Beaver Guide Academy, we, we try to break those things down into to bite-sized skills uh, and actions. It'd be the same thing in the customer service industry too. You know, you, you look at uh, the luxury hotels and hotels yeah. generally around the world, they're putting their staff through, and especially their say front desk staff, through a rigorous customer service training, recognizing that, yeah, you can come in with uh, a baseline, which is how I'll answer your, your question there, but the the training is, is really uh, important and crucial and is a way to really level up those skills. So we don't we don't love the notion of like, uh, you're born with it or, yeah. or not. That being said, any business that is able to recruit and hire folks who have some of these skills already, you're, you're already setting yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure any business owner who's gone out and tried to, to attract great uh, tour leaders will know that being uh, warm and personal, some of those those social skills, um, the more that a person is equipped with those, you're certainly setting yourself up for success. But sure. um, yeah, what is a great thing to look for? Uh, passion and enthusiasm, I think, go, go a long way. Um, and, and somebody who's really committed to, to being... 100% guest focused. And that's something that maybe you can incorporate with your training. Because I think some, honestly, the biggest mistake is people find people who are, um, you know, people, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got this nice person, like they're fairly charismatic. They seem yeah. to be great at talking. But then we don't equip them with any, um, at any training. We don't sort of set expectations. We don't, in, in terms of what the guest expectations are and what our expectations are of the guide, um, how to manage challenging customers, uh, providing them tools to tell better stories, uh, avoid some of the common mistakes. Uh, you can do so much with training for turning somebody who's just, you know, a, a great uh, people person yeah. into somebody who's really has the skills uh, to, to manage customers and clients in a huge range, um, but also uh, create, oh, what we'd love to say is create memories of uh, the last 10 years, not just, you know, a, a couple days or a week. Yeah. We've all been on those tours yeah. that, you know, fairly average kind of cruisy kind of forget almost everything that was said within you know the week uh but we may also have that tour leader making anyone who's listening now you can kind of think back on your most memorable guide or tour leader you know sometimes they stay with you for you know 10 years or longer you may never forget how that how amazing that person was and you had a shared experience with them that was really touching and and that's what we want with with guides no, no, I completely agree, and um, it's interesting you say the you know it stays with you for ten years or so. Um, no, I was uh, I travelled around Japan for about a month and for about three, two to three weeks. Uh, it, was, it was an amazing country. I love the place. Um, but for about three or uh, two or three weeks, we had a, a tour guide. Uh, Tyler Palmer was his name. Uh, I still remember his name. We're actually still friends on Facebook, and that was. 10 years ago, we still keep in contact. And once my kids have grown up a little bit, we want to go back again as well. So because he was such a great storyteller and he was such a great um, guide on, on showing you all the little bits, the little hidden gems of Japan that you would normally wouldn't see, that has stuck with me. Um, you know, we shared that, uh, seeing the, the sunrise at the top of Mount Fuji, that type of thing. You know, it was, it was, a, it was a, a stunning experience. And as you say, that, that has stayed with me and my, and my wife as well. And it stayed with us. And we want to go back, and if we do go back, it has to be Tyler that it takes us around the other places that we didn't get to see. So um, I think you're right that having someone there who can really get across the sort of story-driven aspect and someone who is, is a very good people person can 
help with repeat business. It can help keep that connection with uh, with the tour guys and, and with those businesses in general. So, um, yeah, and and you can just see in terms of from the business perspective or marketing perspective, if you are looking to drive word of mouth sales, if you are looking to increase your five star online reviews, um, this is really where the magic happens right you can imagine you having that experience mm-hmm. and how many times you would have been more than happy and you were shouting from the rooftops mm-hmm. oh if you're going to japan you got to give this guy a call you got to get in touch with this company mm-hmm. and that's so that's what can happen and transforming your experience from um just being a, a, a tour or an option maybe when you go to you know, tokyo is obviously a huge city but trying to reposition that so it's the thing to do yeah. when you're into oh if you're going to Tokyo or if you're going to Oahu or if you're going to um, wherever yeah. th- you got to look these guys up you got to do it. and that's 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 really raising the bar right it's it's um, looking to create truly remarkable experiences yeah. and, and remarkable is the key word there yeah excellent excellent no I completely agree so if, if, there's, um, if there's maybe one aspect that a guide suffers from who are not properly trained, is, is there one specific thing or maybe a couple of specific things that they maybe suffer from more than others um, who's someone who's not been completely trained up or properly trained up uh, as a guide? Or... Yeah, I mean, I... Is that a confidence a thing, things... for example? Is it, is, it, is it basically purely trying to build up the confidence or is it, is it other things you, th- you think it factor into them? So. Yeah, I mean, we... we when we sort of stepped back and really said, okay, if we wanted to start from a foundation and then work up to these various skills and, and in our, uh, in the training that we do, we, we've, we've been through lots of companies mm-hmm. training and it's honestly a, a big challenge for a lot of tour and act, smaller tour and activity businesses, right? Because there's a million and one things to do. There's a million and one places to spend the, the budget. And it's often sometimes a bit of an afterthought or somewhere that's not, not enough focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, put and so so we when we're working with an activity business we're saying like well, we we can have that conversation I'll, I'll answer your question more directly when it comes to uh, the untrained guide some of these foundational things that we like to instill are well one is is just this notion of a commitment to excellence for any employer any any company you really want to instill that in uh, in your team and in your employees and that we we love using the the term the ABL principle to always be learning and um a challenge in the space and in the industry is a lot of guides who may have i'm sure everyone has encountered this can sometimes come with a bit of ego right maybe they've been doing this for quite a long time maybe they've only been doing it for a small amount of time uh but maybe overconfidence Mm -hmm. or uh, a bit of an unwillingness to challenge themselves uh can be an issue um and so we want to kind of chisel away at that ego and really instill in people that no matter how great you are as a guide, you can always be better. And no matter how great your tour is, it can always be better. And so we, we talk about setting up feedback systems, that this is something that you as a company want to do, but also drilling it into our guide's head that we're going to use our guest feedback. We're going to use feedback from our peers to constantly be trying to improve uh, our tour and activity. So you see some of these foundational steps. And the third one is, is this 100% guest focus. We're really trying to get our, our staff and our guides out of our uh, own way sometimes and be making guest focused decisions versus company focused decisions. Um, and really, yeah, re- really recognizing um, 
that every single guest that comes through, we, we have a commitment to them and, and to, to hopefully inspire them. That's a big part of, I think, why Be a Better Guide has resonated with people because it, um, it through our training, we're talking about really um, pushing ourselves a little bit, right? To creating the, these, these memories instead of just, I'm doing a tour. And especially when you're doing a tour, as many guides know, over and over again, mm-hmm. Um, we've got to find ways to keep that fresh, to, to break it up, find strategies that every single, and that's all part of this guest yeah. focus, right? We know that at the end of the day, if you're doing four tours or something like that, that that fourth one might suffer in quality or at the end of high season, if you're working in Rome and so, you know, you're at the end of September and you just, you want to, you're just zonked. You've, we need to be thinking that, well, that's not great guest focus, right? Your clients are going to be suffering there. And so, so those are some of the foundational principles that we work with. And then, and then we just dive into really practical stuff too about looking at, okay, the first, um, your pre-tour prep, best practices. Let's talk about that. And we give the sort of skills to do there. Uh, your first four minutes, as we know, first impression is super important. We want to start tours off at the bang. We want to have some energy best practices for doing that through the tour how to finale and follow up i unfortunately many tours kind of have this fade off Mm -hmm. uh effect too sometimes where we have this little bit of anti-climax and we we don't that's not how we want to leave people uh so we have best practices there so that that's just one step and of course we dive deeply into customer service training and what makes a um Look practically what that actually means. Everyone says, "Oh, yeah, well, you've got to be you know reliable, and you've got to be empathetic, and you've got to be able to solve problems." But we really give the tools to be able sure. to do that, make it make it real for, yeah. for people. Excellent. No. One of the, one of the things that we always say to our customers is, though, when you the experience always starts from from in my opinion from the first click. So when they when they do a Google search all the way through mm-hmm. to landing on the website. They use experience on the website, all the way, all the information they read on social, etc., all the way through to actually experiencing the product and even the after sales after that. Know that the whole experience should be consistent and 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 just a, a, a really nice user journey and a nice experience for the customer in general. Um, so have you seen any? Have you seen any success stories from from who you felt that? by training the guides and having that better storytelling element through uh, the training that guides have received and the experience that they offer their customers. Have you seen a direct impact from what that training can bring to the revenue it it generates for a business and the extra revenue it can generate for the business? Have you seen a direct impact to that? And if there's any success stories you think off the top of your head that um, uh, that you can share? Yeah, I mean, we can start smaller. Mm -hmm. Two that that kind of jumped to mind, like right now we work with... Now we're over 200 tour and activity businesses around the world that use the Be A Better Guide Academy for training their teams, or sometimes these are individuals who are just kind of starting out. And um, uh, One that that comes to mind that uh, there was a young woman in uh, Tbilisi in Georgia, and she uh, was quite taken with the free walking tour models that exist across Europe, as we all know. Uh, And this wasn't happening yet in Tbilisi, but she wanted her tour to, to stand out that, hey, if you're coming to Georgia, um, what uh, we want to be the thing to do when you're, when you're in the capital. And so she, she enrolled in one of our programs and, and uh, initially it was just herself, um, but it very grew in, grew in popularity. She got the, um, a great website, which mm-hmm. is uh, super, super important, of course, to making sure that that customer experience flows through. Um, and, and so she's, you know, been one of our, our biggest fans, which she went on time to 
what started essentially from nothing to quickly move to the number one position on TripAdvisor in terms of their online reviews. They've increased their bookings. Um, you know, as, even as their team grew, the reviews were able to stay high because they were using some of their principles and practices. There's really, um, yeah, dozens and dozens of stories like this. We have a wonderful bloke who does uh, Beatles tours in uh, Liverpool who, who jumped on board with our lead amazing tours and said that his profitability is, has increased. We encourage people oftentimes to raise their price. Um, people, uh, tour and activity operators are really nervous to do this, but if you if you can really focus in on the quality yep. and say, you know, what we're delivering is nothing like with the experience that you're going to have with other people here, and you can actually deliver on that promise, mm -hmm. then then you can charge for it, and people will seek you out and happily pay you more to provide a superior experience. No, so I, compl I completely agree. Um, I've actually I've done a few articles this in the past that uh, too many businesses have this in their mind that they have to compete on price, and it's like no, you, you can charge charge that little bit more because people will will pay that extra cost if they can see and if they know and, and read all the reviews that the experience that they're going to get is something different and something better than the competitor, whether it's a few pounds more or hundreds of pounds more. Um, I yeah. strongly and believe that people will pay, pay the extra for it. So, yeah. Absolutely. And, and recognizing that the, that, that is worth it. That's yeah. worth its weight in gold and what we would pay to have a guide like you had mm -hmm. in, in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, the, the, the problem is we've got to cut through this sort of hyper clutter and a, a lot of um, mediocrity, honestly. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and the other thing is people are always working so hard too, that they're just like, Oh, you know, especially at the smaller levels mm -hmm. um, by raising your prices, you know, it's, it's giving you more freedom and flexibility. Ideally, maybe, to hire some help. So maybe even if you're a solopreneur or a small business, you don't have to work quite so hard, which again is going to lead to uh, better experiences for your guests for the most part. The other quick example is just a, a company, there, there's many out there, but I just uh, I was absolutely inspired by Backroads Tours and a company at that scale where they now I think have over 420 guides or wow. something like that. They're leading 20 to 25,000 people annually in these week-long itineraries that even at scale, they've just been so focused on, on training. They spend um, every new guide um, through at least two to three weeks of training. They do ongoing training, so year after year to continue to inspire um, and provide new tools to their guides. And, and it really shows. And the way that it shows is through the First and foremost, um, Tom Hale is the, the CEO will say the word of mouth recommendations mm -hmm. that that is really how they've they've grown is by having well, creating wonderful experiences. But their their guides are front and center. Yeah. And if you really look at any tour and activity business, what shows up in those reviews nine times out of ten, it's going to be a guide mm -hmm. name by name. And that can go one of two ways, right? Yeah. positive <laughs> or, or negative. So recognizing that your guides are, are the linchpin there yeah. and uh, they've just had incredible success. Um, one thing I love on their website too is that they, they call it the quality index. They wanted to really communicate why why are we different? Because um, as as I'm sure you would know too, there's many. It's very easy to replicate or copy a tour a website mm -hmm. and give a very beautiful, uh, aesthetic, wonderful customer experience online, but then not be equipped to deliver the goods and from all of your flowery mm -hmm. promises and, and looking very polished online. And so Backroads really put a wonderful effort. If, you're, if you are interested to look at their quality index, it was their, their effort to really try and articulate what sets us apart from mm -hmm. other tour and activity businesses. And, and this is something I think all tour and activity businesses can benefit from, is really breaking down what sets us apart from everyone else and, and 
kind of say, just why are you better, but, but helping communicate to customers. Because from the website or from uh, even online reviews, it might look like we're comparing apples to apples. We, yeah. we really want to say that, no, no, what we're doing is, is something special. Yeah. No, excellent. I, I, that's, couldn't agree more. Really could not agree more. Um, and, and that sort of leads on to, my, I suppose, my last question is there's so, there's so much competition out there. You know, you've got, obviously, your Airbnb now that can offer tour guides mm-hmm. as, well as, the, as well as the accommodation, etc. So what do you think, um, it may come down to what we've already spoke about, the training and guides and things like that, So, but what do you think is, how can these businesses now compete in such a competitive market when you have big players like Airbnb and it looks as if um, other, these other big players like uh, Viator who now have their own sort of booking platform that re- re- released, etc. How can these other businesses, especially small businesses, compete in this market? Would that be purely with the experiences that they offer, or do you think there's something else they need to put into the mix? What would your take be on that? So, yeah, I th- I think we're um, how how it can be. I mean, for starters, Airbnb's move in is a big one. And if, what's amazing if you go to the Airbnb website now, what shows up first on top is experience. Yeah. Experience. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that is huge for a company whose most of their business yeah. is, is the accommodation. Mm-hmm. And, and so it really shows, I, I've work, um, been in contact with, uh, well, some of the guides that work with them are, are customers of, mm-hmm. of mine and have been in contact with Airbnb. I know they have over 200 staff working on just activities alone so yeah. so what right now it might just be we're saying oh yeah they're doing some some nifty things it'll never scale um just be mindful that they they have every intention to scale however we have to recognize it is a, a segment of the market they the way that they're positioning it is um you'll notice they're not using the word tour they're not using the word guide mm-hmm. um but from my perspective and what might speak to your, your question is um, that this is a bit, a bit of marketing and, of course, choosing your terminology. And yeah. I think all the power to them and you can communicate this. But the, the strategies that they're using are, are very much what we're, we talk about mm-hmm. in the Be A Better Guide Academy when we're working with touring activity businesses, which is to create um, as much as possible memorable and authentic. That's a word that gets that's thrown around a lot. But you can see that focus with, with Airbnb yeah. experiences that, to help drive this authenticity uh, in terms of connecting to the place. And, and the reality is if, if we're providing uh, any t- type of tour, whether it's a, a walking tour, a Segway tour, this or that, um, if you're um, missing some of those key ingredients, um, you might be left behind as this new wave of authentic travel. And we can see it too, not just in um say Airbnb, who's still a relatively small player in that, that field, but also um, these, I can't think of any off the top of the head, but where you can go and eat with, with a family, you know, pe- people, there's a lot of demand for that more authentic experience. And you, as a tour company, can be providing that super wonderful, authentic experience. You don't have to change or stop using the word tour or the word guide, but you really have to um, And it's not about, a big hey, change either. It's just a small shift in your thinking, isn't it? It's just... Yeah. Well, like you said, we were uh, down at the, the, the Grey Line conference, and, and so the, the board reached out to me, loved the project they were doing, and they said they recognized that we have to be thinking towards the future as a, as a brand that, that is guest-focused. They care about sightseeing tours, but they also recognize we've got to reimagine what's possible in a sightseeing tour because 
if we just sit idly by and say, okay, this is what we do here in Hawaii uh, is a classic example. Mm-hmm. Tons and tons of tourism. Uh, we load them on the bus. We drive here. Uh, there's, you know, a guide with a microphone and then, then they drive back and, and, you know, it's, we just do the same thing over and over again. That type of tour might, um, and I would argue, we have to be careful that that could get outcompeted mm-hmm. by somebody doing, you know, if I was going to do that here in, here in Hawaii, I would obviously do, invest a lot in guide training. I would try and connect people to uh, some of the locals and have an authentic experience. Could we stop and have um, a small tour of a place? Could, could we have some sort of sensory experience while on, on the bus, maybe hand out some local uh, treats or sweets? Could we have a storyteller uh, come here? Uh, I, was, I just went on a tour last night. There's a Polynesian cultural center here and um, one, a small tour and activity business is trying to innovate. And so they've worked with the center. You, they do the stand-up paddleboard experience at nighttime through these sort of waterways of the Polynesian Cultural Center. And they have uh, really incredible storytellers who share uh, stories from the, the Polynesian culture. Obviously, there's, there's many countries that kind of fit into there. But with this focus on storytelling and this sort of authentic experience, they're, they're really creating a, a product that's not like any other that are here in Hawaii, which um, is something that no matter what your niche is, even right now, if you don't have a competitor, uh, eventually eventually you will. Yeah. And you need to be able to differentiate yourself mm-hmm. from, uh, from you, there's lots of ways describing that USP mm-hmm. selling proposition. But our, big, our big point is like, it's got to start with, your guest experience. Mm-hmm. It's got to start with, with guide training because we, you can spend tons of money on Google AdWords and Facebook ads, distribution, affiliate, um, give a lot of your money to buy a tour for referrals, which, mm-hmm. are, which are all important. But if you have a mediocre experience, then it, it's it's all for, for not. Really. Yeah, yeah, or even yeah, as you say, you're not going to get that repeat business. And uh, mm-hmm. we say the same thing as well. we've came across companies who who spend obscene amounts on PPC etc but their website is just terrible and it's, and it's similar mm-hmm. to an experience you, know, you, you could have everything working up to a point but people will remember the last part of it and if you're getting a bad yeah. experience that is what they'll remember so and your point was a fantastic one of trying to keep that consistent mm-hmm. across and and we always um, encourage people to be creative about what you can deliver how can you deliver value at that first touch point what amazing things could you have on your website before they book um, you know could you have some sort of planner tool to, tool for the gateway city or maybe a free walking tour that you've designed that you've branded yeah. and then okay when they book hey how can we deliver value at that touch point the reminder email mm-hmm. you know instead of just saying hey here's this reminder try and wow and delight them at each step of that customer journey just like you're saying um and then of course our specialty is like when they get there let's knock their socks mm-hmm. off right from the beginning to to the end yeah excellent no, wow, wow and delight them that's uh, i think that's a good uh, a good point to end on so um uh, how can people get in touch uh, if the people wanted to get in touch with you our viewers um how, how would they do that what's the best way yeah, well, uh, beabetterguide.com and especially beabetterguide.com forward slash resources. If you haven't been there before, um, we have all kinds of uh, free resources. You can get a free video series that we have and just a lot of PDFs. So check out the, the free stuff that's there because that was our mission. We, we want to spread that as far and wide. If you're interested, then uh, be in touch about um, some of our programs. You can find more information on there if you're want training yourself or you're looking to train a team we'd love to to work together and, and provide you some of those tools because it's nice to have a conversation like this and it was a little bit up here at yeah. this level uh but we, we hopefully what we 
we want the experience when folks go to our website, they look at some of our training videos. There's over 34 free training videos that you could share with your, your guides, for example. People say, hey, the, there's, there's something to this, mm -hmm. right? The proof is in the pudding. It's, uh, it's there. So, and of course, I'm just Kelsey at BeBetterGuide.com. So if you'd love to connect, be, uh, be wonderful. Well, Kelsey, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it's, it's, now get, it's now get lighter behind you. I can actually see the trees now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hopefully those roosters calm down at uh, another day to, uh, to get out there. I'm going on a, a Segway tour later, and we're going to be providing the same sort of messaging. Say, okay, Excellent. how can we elevate this Segway tour into something that, that we're going to remember 10 years from now? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's been fantastic. I, I, I love, like I say, I love to talk it in Iceland, and I think there's, there's a lot of takeaways from this video. So hopefully, the viewers will uh, will get in touch and um, and create create new experiences and help their own guides to help them generate more revenue for their business. Because, uh, like I say, that to me, the experience is everything. No matter whether it's online or at the end product, uh, if you have a bad experience at any stage, then that's the only thing the customer's going to remember. Um, so I think it has, it does have to work all the way through. And, and that's what a yeah. lot of companies fail on. So, And, and, and some reassurance too, that you, you don't have to be, uh, you have to do all this yourself, mm -hmm. much in the way that people would work with, with you to really, uh, who specialize in creating wonderful customer flows mm -hmm. uh, and online experience. Uh, you can get help from from us. We, we're not here to create more stress in your life, but to, to really try and help with that project. So you're not alone in this, and, and there's lots of resources out there. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Kelsey, like I say, it's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, hopefully we'll meet up at another conference soon. I certainly hope so. Thanks for uh, inviting me. Well, thanks again. Cheers. Well, I hope you found that interview insightful, and can I just say a massive thank you to Kelsey for taking the time. Now, I've always been a massive believer that a customer's journey starts from the first click all the way through to experiencing your products and beyond. So if you can offer a better customer experience, this will gain you better reviews, it will gain you more word of mouth referrals, and that will impact your bottom line. So if you haven't already, I urge you to get in contact with Kelsey and see how he can help your business.